with this new generation of AI, we're able to take that next step. And with that, deliver what we're calling the systems of intelligence. But with this, we can fundamentally change the way companies operate again. Because we really believe inside of every business, there is a great business waiting to be unleashed. Welcome to the Future of ERP podcast. My name's Richard Howells. I'm a Vice President for Thought Leadership for SAP's ERP Finance and Supply Chain Solutions. Today, I'm going to be discussing how to unleash the power of generative AI for cloud ERP with SAP's Julia White. Welcome, Julia. Thank you, Richard. So great to be here. Could you quickly introduce yourself and your role? So I'm one of seven leaders who makes up what they call the senior leadership team in SAP. We call it the executive board. My remit is around leading our solution management function, global marketing, global communications, and government affairs. So we're here today to talk about generative AI, but I want to start right at the top and with an overview of AI in general. What is SAP's overall vision for AI? Well, let me first take a step back to provide context about SAP and how we're leveraging AI across what we're doing. So go back in time, like from the beginning of business, it's always relied on some kind of process to deliver value to their customers. And if way back in 1972, we invented the ERP system, and that was the world's first system of record. It was really powerful innovation. It actually has fundamentally changed the way businesses work since then. And then came the cloud and mobile technology wave. And with that, we're able to shift and deliver what we call systems of engagement, brought people and processes together in deeper ways. And now with this new generation of AI, we're able to take that next step. And with that, deliver what we're calling the systems of intelligence. With this, we can fundamentally change the way companies operate again. Because we really believe inside of every business, there is a great business waiting to be unleashed. And so what we're doing is taking that and creating our business AI capabilities. And promise that we can deliver to our customers with our business AI is that their AI will be relevant, it'll be reliable, and it'll be responsible. So what does that mean? So first, relevant, meaning that it's embedded directly into the leading enterprise applications and business technology we deliver to our customers. So our customers can count on their SAP systems to be future-proof, right? have the latest and greatest AI, the most relevant AI experiences, because it's in the context of their business. Second part about reliable. That is basically saying that we can trust and use the AI capabilities and know that it'll give you accurate information back. Because SAP has this unique ability to access the business data, but have it in the context of the business process, we know that we can provide that reliability, right? Because we well know AI is only as good as your data. And when you have the data from the application like we have in the context of the process, you can make sure that it's reliable and how it's used. And then the foundation of all that is about delivering responsible AI. And, you know, SAP from the beginning, we've held ourselves to the highest levels of standards around responsibility, security, privacy, compliance, and ethics, like all four parts. Because really, I mean, you think about it, and ironically, the more responsibly you build AI, the freer our customers are to use it. And so from the beginning, we set the high standard to continue to lead the industry in what we're doing around responsible AI. Well, a lot has changed since 1972. And the concept of future-proof, I think, is critical because the speed of change is amazing these days. I mean, just think of even generative AI. We weren't even talking about that six to nine months ago. And now it's everywhere. Right. 
So with that in mind, what is the difference between AI and generative AI and how does it fit in to the AI strategy? Yeah, we effectively think about generative AI as the kind of the next wave or the next horizon of AI. Fundamentally, all AI is based on algorithms, using data to train models that deliver an algorithm that can act on, on your behalf. And you think about generative AI, that's when those algorithms are used to generate responses that resemble human-created content right, in the form of text, images, graphics, music, computer code, and, and other aspects. Now, these algorithms, they're designed to learn from training data that includes examples of the type of desired output that people want to get from it, right? So by analyzing the patterns, the structures within data, generative AI models can produce new content based on the characteristics of the data that it learned from. So in doing this, it can generate descriptive, easy to read, easy to understand content. Technically speaking, these are new technologies called large language models, which are specifically designed to handle natural language processing tasks. And the reality of them and what we bring to the market so far is they're training on vast amounts of text data. And that enables these models to generate contextually relevant responses and answers to a very natural language kind of question and answer format. It's amazing because the more information you give it, the smarter it gets which is probably the opposite to the human brain, where the more information you give it, the more overloaded we get. So it's just, Excellent. we just can't cope with that volume of data. True. So with that in mind, how will SAP apply this technology and this approach and to cloud ERP in particular? Yeah, I mean, certainly we've been building AI into our applications, into our ERP solutions for many years now. But with this new generation of AI or generative AI, there's the next horizon of opportunities to do that. And again, going back to the fact that our customers' most important business data resides in an SAP system, we have the ability to use Gen AI to unlock that. We're also partnering with leading AI vendors and we'll continue to do so. So right away, you saw us announcing partnerships with Microsoft, Google, with IBM and others more recently as well, continue to have a very open ecosystem around tapping into the best of the industry, Gen AI capabilities to integrate and work with and extend from the core application solutions that we have. And think about today, we already have over hundreds of AI use cases and scenarios like embedded right into our ERP and applications. And so customers can get access to that now and more will just keep coming. Like you said, it's moving fast. And the new use cases are becoming apparent very quickly. And so we're going to continue to you know, bake that in, integrate it in, and deliver it as part of our solutions. So I always need an example. I'm a very simple person. I need to visualize something. So what examples are you seeing as use cases within ERP? Yeah, I agree. It always helps to get out of the conceptual and into the specific. So let's make it real. Like one of the things that many of our customers do with SAP solutions is manage their supply chain and logistics. Very common. And we have many, many manufacturers who are using our system. So one just basic, quick example that we're able to bring to life very rapidly is that you might be amazed, but a lot of the kind of freight verification, kind of those trucks coming in and out of the manufacturing plants, a lot of the process today is still paper-based. And we're able to, with Gemini, essentially trucks pull in and they have all that loading dock of paper notes there on what the delivery is. You can actually use AI to take it from paper, kind of do optical character recognition, turn it into digital, and then apply Gen AI uh, models that can actually understand exactly and incredibly quickly what should go where, what should stay on the truck, what should move, and process that whole truck in and out of the manufacturing plant. Now, before the pilot we did with Gen AI, it took about 
30 minutes per truck to do that. With our technology solution, now that's about five minutes. So a massive difference. Now that's one truck, one manufacturing plan. But you map that out over the course of a year, it's looking at about a million dollars of savings per manufacturing plan. And most of our customers have many plans. And so very real savings in just one simple use case. And I could see that also applying with exactly the same concept across border trading when things get stuck in customs because of paperwork. Yeah, all those complicated paper-based processes or even where people are trying to match information, right? Gen AI can really unlock that. So that was a great example. Gen AI is hot in the news and so is the topic of sustainability. And I know that's important to you and as it is to me. So are there any examples where Gen AI can help address sustainability topics? Yeah, I mean, this is the place I'm particularly excited about. We're very focused on helping our customers around sustainability. So one of the first things we looked at is how do we bring this new AI capability to further sustainability goals? One specific example. In the EU, since January, there's a new requirement around enabling or tracking sustainable activities, let's call it the EU Sustainability Finance Framework, or we'll call it the EU Taxonomy. Essentially, this is a requirement for all businesses to literally say, hey, each business activity you do, does it comply with this EU taxonomy? And this applies, again, since January for any organization with more than 500 employees. So that's a lot of companies across the EU that now have to comply to this taxonomy. Now, and again, think about these companies of that size. They have hundreds of thousands of these different, quote, business activities they now have to report on. And the EU taxonomy, it's a legal document. It can be difficult to understand, complicated to find, which criteria maps to which activity. So, for example, a construction company maybe specializing in renovating industrial buildings. They'd have to assess whether their business activities, down to the smallest actions, such as installing a new window, complies with the EU taxonomy. Now, we're using our integrated Gen AI capabilities such that they can literally just using our solution, in this case, SAP Sustainability Control Tower, to map their activities to the EU taxonomy. Again, using the power of that large language model to understand the taxonomy, understand that legal document, and helps map those business activities to the right taxonomy. Huge, huge efficiencies, but not only that, but also getting it right, the accuracy around it as well. So it's just, again, a simple example but it shows how we can use Gen AI to make something that would be maybe a big, feel like a big regulatory overhead just to do the right thing around sustainability. Now it's a simple thing. It's just dropping it in, letting the AI do the work for you. So I've been playing around with Gen AI and my best use case, well, me personally, is the fact that you can ask the system a question. So I can ask a question in my own words and usually get a much more intelligent answer than my simplistic question deserved. And you mentioned the EU as well. And as a result of the EU, there's going to be lots of different languages involved there. And people can ask the question in their own language and get the response back. So are you seeing examples of this just ask approach within ERP systems? Yeah, I mean, I think exactly you said this way to be almost more human and conversational. It really lowers the barrier to engaging and getting information that you might need, you want, but might be like hidden behind lots of more complicated interfaces to do so. So yes, 100%, this idea of just using prompts to understand and get the insight that's in your system. So a simple example in this one as well, we have our SAP Analytics Cloud, where you can get the data, get the access. But before Gen AI, we would have to do a little bit more complicated, know how to search, know how to query. 
Now the new just ask feature allows you literally, as you said, to just ask in a very natural language, very conversational style, say, hey, I'm looking for this kind of information, or I wonder if this and that and this. And then the SAP Analytics Cloud can then process that, get using the Gen AI and get back the answer that the customers want. But back to you for just a second, that idea of it being reliable, right? Part of the promise is that because again, we have the data, we have the context, that even if I ask it in different ways, I'm gonna get the same data out. Can't, based on different prompts, get different information. There can't be different sources of truth when you're talking about your finance systems or your HR systems or your procurement processes. So we have to make sure that even if the natural language conversation is unique, because each customer will, or each person will ask it a little bit differently, we need to make sure that the data and the response is still grounded in the real data. So uh, I think it was two episodes ago, I had Ruven Morato from SAP Signavio on, and we discussed business process transformation. And if any area is calling out for automation and gen AI, it's business process optimization. So what are you seeing in this area and the benefits or the opportunities for Gen AI? Yeah, absolutely. And we think about that area, that spanning business processes. Think about, you know, ERP touches so many order to cash, procurement to production, sales to customer service, this whole range of business processes. And ultimately, customers want to understand what's happening across those, not just within each aspect of that process. And so by using Gen AI, you can actually analyze vast amounts of data your point, way more than the human brain can possibly tolerate and look across the silos that sit within organizations. So even the best organizations have silos. And I think that's also one of the promises of being able to see from the end to end order to cash or hire to retire process, what's happening? What are the steps and where are the inefficiencies that I can go and change and drive transformation? So combining Gen AI, the capability there with our Signavio, giving you that business process insights and optimization really lights it up both to understand the places you want to focus fastest, as well as remediating it and finding the right solution to be able to get to best in class for that process. So I've been listening to the nightly news and for the past month, every episode has at least one segment on Gen AI. Sometimes it's in a positive light. It helps you cure certain diseases or it helps you do this. It helps you do that. And sometimes in not such a positive light such as the actors going on strike at the moment, the screenwriters going on strike, the potential for impersonating somebody's voice and ripping the elderly off. So how can we ensure the safety of our business data and our business processes when leveraging Gen AI? Yeah, this is such an important topic, Richard. In any new technology, there's still the unknowns and the uncertainty. And so it's essential that we're really digging into that and taking it very, very seriously. And again, particularly from SAP's perspective, we're dealing with our customers' most mission-critical data, right? Their finance systems, their HR systems. We have to take this very seriously. Now, we've obviously been working with AI for several years. This generative AI is new. AI all up is not. And so from the beginning, we clearly defined responsible AI as including security, privacy, compliance, and ethics, kind of a comprehensive approach. Now, an example aligned with this, a few years back, we actually reached out one by one, each of our customers to get their explicit consent to use their anonymized data to train AI models. And this was a pretty lengthy process, but we wanted to our customers to be very clear and have complete transparency about how and when their sensitive data would be used. Um, and just in contrast, you know, I'm seeing now more recently other vendors just popping up accept screens 
in the flow of business and I worry about that. Where we're holding ourselves to a much higher standard with our customers, which I believe is the right way and ultimately is going to pay off. But because we have that foundation, because we started with a responsible AI approach, now we have generative AI, we can move quickly because we've got that foundation in place. And so I mean, think about years ago, we started working with leading ethics experts as part of SAP's AI ethics advisory panel, exploring the implications, really making sure we're being considered in what is the ethical use of AI. We're also one of the first companies to define guiding principles for using AI in our software back in 2018. Um, and we've established and utilized SAP's global AI ethics policy and actually our brand new SAP AI ethics handbook, which kind of helps guide companies around how they apply their AI policies as well. And ultimately, we want to make it easier for customers to get started with AI by providing that kind of, quote, out of the box embedded AI in our solutions without having to worry about the responsibility aspect. Like I said, the more responsibly we build this, the more free our customers are to use it. And so that's why we've held ourselves to be a leader in the responsible AI approach and we'll continue to do so. So we've talked about end-to-end -end processes. We've talked about efficacy. We've talked about some examples. So how can customers take advantage of SAP AI and Gen AI capabilities? It all starts with the cloud. And really, and only in the cloud, because only with cloud can we deliver the latest innovations in this area that our customers need with speed, with agility, with confidence. So our hero cloud-based ERP solutions right, rise with SAP, grow with SAP. That is the right place to start for our customers. Again, it is about getting on our cloud solutions, and that is where you will get our generative AI and all of our AI capabilities exclusively. And then we'll extend, of course, our line of business solutions, right? Our cloud solutions there as well. Success factors, Reba, our customer experience solution, that all of our cloud solutions are where the generative AI capabilities are going to come. Uh, and that is the answer for our customers. So we're coming to the end of the podcast, and this is the future of ERP podcast. So I ask every one of our guests the same question right at the end. So, with Gen AI in mind, what do you see as the future of ERP? I think it's actually consistent with where our view around ERP is about this intelligent network, sustainable outcomes for our customers. And generative AI just makes that faster <laughs> and makes that easier. It really lowers the barrier for all of our customers to get this systems of intelligence, this ERP that is intelligent, network, and sustainable. Great. Well, Julia, thanks for a great conversation. It's been very enlightening. You bet, Richard. So great to be here. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast series to get regular updates and information about future episodes. But until next time, from Julia and I, thank you for discussing the future of ERP.